today again on this March 9th, 2019. Looking at another September um, 2014 lesson. This one's out of uh, Obadiah. He's one of the, what uh, theologians call the minor prophets. Uh, chapter, actually, I think there's only one chapter in Obadiah, so, you know, I'm saying chapter one, but it's only one chapter, verses 12 to 15. In a nutshell, that's, um, he's, it's talking about how Esau, when Jacob was, wrestling when Jacob was, uh, hiding from him when Jacob, Jacob, his brother, was resting, he decided to come against him, him and his army, uh, take advantage of him while he was uh, in his calamity. Um, that's actually rebellion against God, uh, before Almighty God. Uh, questions that go along with that is, today even, 2019, it's worth how many uh, unbelievers and or carnal believers, which is an unbeliever actually, Mark us as true believers in Jesus Christ when we fall or fail, when we stumble. How many people are all over us? How many religious leaders? Notice I didn't say believing pastors out there because I respect pastors. Um, cast us out or steal from us um, when we make a mistake. Um, let's look at the external. Instead of restores, first and foremost, walk with us and restore get stories under God. Look at Job's uh, three friends. God was allowing that situation to go through and to reveal himself powerful and you know, allow the world to see that. Look at that. Even righteous Job um, is not immune to going through the deep valleys, going through the suffering. But it's going to come out It's to show God is faithful and powerful in that situation and allow us to continue to praise him and let people think no matter what I'm going through I'm still going to praise God because he's still worthy to be praised um, his three friends tried to say because of sin remember we read it and we can read it again um, kind of sin um, the reasoning that is, the reason is going through that instead of being there to comfort him don't you like friends like that <laughs> uh, okay that was called sarcasm uh, but Throughout the whole book of Job, those three friends had, from what I can see, never came to know God. They refused to repent and turn from Him. But uh, Job did have to, in order for him to be restored, he forgave him and prayed for him. When you, God's asking you to pray for somebody, that means He's asking you to forgive them uh, and trust Him and to, to grab them. Uh, <coughs> Today, how many of Satan's children? Because we're all... The children of disobedient Satan's children until we came to Jesus today rush in they, they're all over us like bees and honey or bees and flowers um, when we fail for any reason or when we stumble verse 15 is God's um response for the day of the Lord that's when the Lord comes back to the earth not when he comes to the clouds to take us out of the way is near as you have done it shall be done to you You reply. this is God talking to 
the disobedient Esau's descendants. Obviously, Esau wasn't alive at this point. You know, this has been probably thousands of years, perhaps, since um, Esau worked on the face of the earth. Um, Your reprisers shall return upon your own head. That's God warning them. You were wrong. You're done. This is what I'm going to do on that day. Now, there's plenty of time to repent, obviously. Some of the things that was done here that God is saying not to do. Um, In the day that you stood on the other side, in the day that strangers carried captive his forces, when foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem, even you were as one of them. There are people that God does not want. You know, when we're in this going through the pit, when we're in the pit for uh, correction or just to learn more about God when He takes us deeper, there's people He doesn't want coming against us while we're in that state. God's hands of protection is still on us. That's the reminder and the lesson for us and encouragement also. But you should not have gazed on the day of your brother in the day of his captivity, nor should you have rejoiced over the children of Judah <coughs> in the day of their destruction, nor should you have spoken proudly in the day of distress, their day of distress. You should not have entered the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Indeed, you should not have gazed on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor laid hands on their substance. That means their material possessions. Don't go and plunder them. How much of that we see today when we're down in the day of calamity. You should not have stood at the crossroads to cut off those among them who escaped, nor should you have delivered up those among them who remained in the day of distress. If you've done that, if you're currently um, an unbeliever, and it's because Esau gave up his uh, birthright uh, for food, physical food actually, but he still gave it up. Uh, instead of trusting God, that his provision would have been there. Um, are you oppressing somebody when they're down? Basically, uh, I think a line that's quite old, but not quite this old, was, do you kick a man when he's down? Do you kick a man? Are you a woman that's um, going to plunder uh, your, hu- uh, your husband or a man? God, while he's down. Are you a man that goes and uh, takes advantage of a woman while she's down? God's looking at that. And he's going to bring that same thing back on you on the day of the Lord. Now you may say, well, I'll be long dead by then. Uh, the graves are going to be empty so, so those people can stand before Jesus. Just something to think about there. So, but you got Again, Jesus suffered and died for even that. For every so there's not a sinner anywhere there's the most vilest you can think of the most vilest person on earth. Jesus died and suffered and rose again and ascended for him or for her. All they have to do is receive the Lord Jesus, believe in his name, repent, turn from that old way. Um there's still gonna be consequences if it's murder that they committed or some heinous crime. Even Hitler could have repented if he were chosen. I pray for those. Well, I don't pray now. It's too late because that's way back in the 40s. Um, 
I pity those brothers and sisters that were told to go and proclaim the gospel to Hitler and his men and his warriors and refused refused to do it. They disobeyed. Um, I can almost assure you the more I grow in the wisdom and knowledge of God, some of them did go. Now, obviously, you probably had them killed instantly because we know we didn't receive Jesus Christ. But I guarantee at least one man went before him and told him the gospel and says, you need to receive it. Because the gospel has gone out already across all over the earth. And now it's going out again to the generation that's before us. So, love you, Lord. Lord, don't let us even think. Don't even let that thought come into our minds that if we see a brother or sister down instead, you let us go to him. If it is a brother or sister, we're commanded to go to them and walk with them and be with them and pray with them, Father God. Not as a judging the mistake that they made, if it's a mistake, unless it's similar to Job. I'm not talking like Job. But let them not go down in their infirmity, in their calamity. Let them go be with them and pray with them. And stand beside them. Or kneel beside them. And allow you to complete your work in them. In Jesus name. Amen. Love you.